the distant future. CERN learned that the legend of Wormwood was true and that humans cannot live safely on planet Earth. An international team of space explorers is loaded on a first-ever AI, artificial intelligence, operated starship under the Artificial Limitless Intelligence System. The starship and its multi-century voyage to a distant moon and transporting the people on board in its 20th year, a hibernation pod opens prematurely and the one person that awakes, Lieutenant Commander Braxton Northfield, saves the ship. But the bigger question was who woke him? That would be the Artificial Limitless Intelligence System, or Alice, as she calls herself. Get your copy of David K. Montoya's emotionally charged chapbook, Alice, a science fiction love story, at www.mythmart.com or wherever books are sold. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. everyone and welcome welcome to a brand new episode of my public life as an american nerd i'm your host kevin and joining me today is only one person and that's my son eli how's it going what's up what's up how's it going going pretty well i got a one of those lego buildable figures after not being able to find any you got the grievous general General grievous Grievous. i think it's huge a foot and a, a foot and a half an inch Jeez, that's crazy. It's 18 inches. No. A foot and a half? I said a foot and a oh. half an inch. Oh, oh, so it's 12. So it's 12.5 inches. inches. Okay. Well, um, I should have just said that. Anyways, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you all for checking out the show. Remember to like and subscribe and do all that stuff. It really, really helps us out. Also, if you share it, sharing it really, really helps us here. And that's the best thing you can do. And we will love you forever. If you share an episode of this show um, on today's show, we're going to talk Godzilla, all things Godzilla. Uh, we, me and Eli here, we got to, we went to go watch Godzilla minus one this past weekend. Um, it was amazing, but we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about the new Godzilla and Kong trailer, the new empire, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, as we record this, uh, probably about, Two hours ago, an hour and a half ago, we got a brand new, we got the first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6, um, which has been long speculated, long anticipated, um, so many rumors over the past few years. Um, and we finally got confirmation and we got a trailer and it looks beautiful. It looks amazing. Um, so we'll talk about years. that. Yeah, it's been 10 years since the last one. Um, it's crazy. It feels so much longer because there's been like how many, like every, I swear, I swear there's been like at least two. No, there's only been like one co- big console upgrade since that, right? Or has there been two? Because GTA 5, no, it was only out for the, I think it came out for the Xbox, like the Xbox one and the no it came out for the 360 that's right it did yeah Yeah, i think came out for 360 and then they did a you know they upgraded every console system so i don't know how many generations 
of that game there is that exists out there. Grand Theft Auto Five, um, but it's still doing well. People are still playing it. People love the online aspects of it. Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. That's crazy. That's crazy. So we've had two new generations since then. Yeah. Uh, but this one's releasing for the current generation and possibly next gen too, um, which there's been a lot of speculation and rumors when that's going to happen. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, some other little piece of movie tidbits I want to talk about as well. Um, but first, let's actually just kind of dive right into it and let's talk about Godzilla minus one. Um this film is, it's an actual Japanese Godzilla film. Um, the last one that came out was Shin Godzilla in 2016. Uh, we've had the legendary movies come out, the American legendary ones with Godzilla. Um, Ghidorah, the pretty much the whole monster verse. Well, I know, but I'm talking about the actual titles of the movie. So you have you have Godzilla, then you have Godzilla. King of Monsters. King of Monsters. And then you have Kong Skull Island. Um, did he get a? No, he didn't get a second one. His mm-hmm. his second one was Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, which came out. Um, so yeah, uh, Godzilla minus one is really really cool, really really good. Um, it takes place, I believe, it's in the late forties. Fifty five, uh, fifty six. No, it was the forties. I looked it up earlier. I looked. It was right after World War Two. So it takes place between, I think, 45 and 47, I think, which is right after World War II, um, focuses on a character. He's a um, he was supposed to be a kamikaze pilot. But as you find out through the movie, he didn't quite accomplish that task uh, during the war. Uh, he kind of, you know, ran away from his duty, apparent, you know, so to speak. Um, what was it? 45. Yeah. So, yeah, it was around there. Um, so. And he comes in contact with Godzilla for the first time uh, while he's on this island and he tries to go back to, to his hometown and relive, you know, live his life like normal. Um, but his whole town has been demolished by bombs and um, air raids, air raids and, and everything airmen, else, basically. airmen, all that stuff. And, um, you know, the fact that he's a kamikaze pilot, you know, causes issues too, because, you know, it was part of his duty. He lost his honor. On, he lost his honor because he didn't go through with it. Um, there he meets a young lady who, um is taking care of an of a baby uh who who was her neighbor's baby but her neighbor unfortunately passed away so she had to take the baby and and you know take care of it um so they meet um under you know i guess you could call it fate karma you know they are not not karma fate they meet by fate essentially um and it's two kind of you know they're alone they're both alone in this world now both of their parents passed away during the raids and the bombings and stuff um so they're together now so they essentially start this real kind of real sweet domestic situation to be honest like they're you know they're not quite husband and wife that's actually brought up quite a bit throughout the movie but they're you know he's he's essentially the dad and she's the mom um but they're not romantically involved or anything like that in the least they just kind of live together to um take care of this child and make Um, sure that the child survives yeah make sure the child survives um and then that's kind of godzilla kind of comes in and the the cool thing though the really cool thing about this movie that i really really love is if you took godzilla out of this movie 
it would still be a really, really good movie, right? Like it's a, it's a really, really strong drama. Um, you got all the pieces there and it, it really focuses on the country, on Japan after the war, you know, which we don't get to see a lot of, you know, we see a lot of the American perspective of world war two and stuff. This one kind of opened it up a little bit more to, um, which is something that you can really only get when it's made in Japan. Exactly. And that's the thing. You get to see how they dealt with it. And and one other cool thing I really liked about it is they did it without villainizing anybody, right? Like if we were to make this movie, you know, kind of like we did with like Pearl Harbor and stuff, like the Japanese are the bad guys, right? We have to, but this one, it 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 talks about the war openly, the US, you know, their involvement and stuff, but it never makes anyone out to be the villain like it's always like they knew what they were doing was was wrong and and both sides had to cope with this situation uh focus it had a lot of focus on ptsd which was i thought was really really cool um and it's just really really strong drama and then like i said godzilla comes along and this godzilla is one of the most destructive godzillas i've this ever godzilla seen is out for blood this godzilla is out for just destruction pure chaos like he and he achieves it he achieves it oh yeah oh yeah like this is probably the most i've ever seen godzilla just destroy a whole city like he's oh it's not just ginza either no it's not just ginza it's like he he's literally throwing like train cars he's everywhere. throwing like these big navy ships yeah like the big like um the um the gunships and stuff like he's throwing them all over like it's insane um he's like man get the, get, get this out of my face right now and of course like like there is cgi involved obviously godzilla it's no longer like the old school Japanese movies where you have the the guy in the suits and he's obviously in a suit like this is a more enhanced version of Godzilla, but it doesn't feel like CGI. Like you can tell some of it, it is kind of shot on a lower budget. I think it was 15 million, which is impressive considering what they pulled off. Um, But it feels tangible and it feels real. Like this Godzilla is really like truly terrifying, really scary. Um, So that's the, that's really cool part about it. Um, and then you're going to one second. Uh, the price for making the budget for making Godzilla minus one was actually 15 million USD, which for that budget, it looks really well. And like for most of the movie, it looked like like, yeah, Godzilla could actually be a force of destruction and something that could be tangible here in this, in our world, which we know it, he isn't unless, well, things are getting covered up somehow, but it seems like real and tangible and Godzilla wrecking all, wreaking all this destruction. It's just sort of like, there's a part in the movie where he just like, chomps down on a train and he just like lifts it up off the tracks after throwing another train at it to stop it on the tracks which was really smart and something that we don't really see in other Godzilla movies is he gets hit with stuff and he regenerates it like 
those heavy artillery weaponry and like his atomic breath ray or like his atomic ray it takes a toll on him like he can't just like spam it all the time like he has a certain amount of time where he needs to heal himself before he can shoot it again before he can charge up and blast it at whatever's next whether it be like a navy ship, like a navy vessel, a plane, a town. And there's a part where we see him like rampaging through the countryside before he gets lured back into the ocean where we just see him stomp down on a house. And I'm pretty sure that was made using miniatures and like a... But yeah, I think it was made with miniatures so it looked like really real and it looked like the destruction was tangible instead of like the legendary ones where we see the destruction and we're like oh yeah that's cgi this one we feel like oh that building's destroyed now there, there's no it, it it's gonna take a couple months to rebuild that and like the navy like the japanese navy unfortunately cannot do anything to help in the effort to destroy or neutralize godzilla because the u.s has informed them that they fear because this is like during the cold war What you've left me high and dry. I've just been rambling about Godzilla. No, you're doing great. No, you're doing good. That's awesome. No, that's great. Um, a little behind the scenes here. I had to take a phone call real quick. Um, it was uh, it wasn't an emergency, but I wanted to see. We really needed to see what they wanted. Um, see what was going on. Um, but anyways, yeah. Um, so what were you talking about though? Uh. The budget that it was made on, of course, in USD. Oh, yeah. Because that's what it transferred into. No, that's cool. And then... Like, what was how, it at? Uh, 15, U- 15 million USD. That's crazy. That's insane. Um, that, But it, it looks good for 15 like it, million? Like I was saying, it looks tangible. Like it yeah. looks good. It doesn't look like these big over... Like overly CGI, like legendary movies. These American... Right like overly cgi movies exactly no and that's exactly it and that's what you can accomplish when you have um you know the thing about this movie is that it's it's very story driven like there's again like i said earlier if you take godzilla out of it it's still like a really really good movie and that's kind of the sign of a good movie especially a good monster movie like this good kaiju film is you can take the 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 monster out of it and it's still an effective really good movie um so yeah i highly highly recommend go checking it out as soon as you can check it out on the biggest screen possible too i know there are theaters playing it in imax um highly highly recommend that we checked it out in rpx uh which is a really fun oh i know that's for shin godzilla yeah and it made a lot of money this week and it actually did quite a bit at the box office which i'm really really happy about um our theater was full when we saw it, which Except I for like the, of course, like the well, front row. Yeah. But for the, it was packed. It was a lot more packed than I, it was a lot 
more packed than I thought it was going to be, to be 100% honest with you. Um, and everyone was in it. It is in subtitles. It is in Japanese with subtitles, but like everybody was on board with it. Everybody was, 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 was having a blast with it. So highly, highly recommend checking it out. That brings us to the Godzilla and Kong um, new empire trailer that just dropped, actually dropped the same uh, on Sunday, I believe as soon as we got back from the movie, it was on YouTube, so we checked it out. And I got to tell y'all, I uh, after watching Godzilla minus one and watching this trailer, ah, there's just so much CGI and kind of overwhelming to be honest with how much CGI there is in it. Um, it looks cool. It looks fun. I'm gonna go watch it. Who doesn't like a good battle royale or a good team up? with some of our favorite kaiju characters. Um, so this should be really fun. It should be really interesting too. Um, the first Godzilla versus Kong, um, which Kong obviously no, won. No, no, no. Um, don't even get me yeah, started. My he boy was Kong on the won. ground dead. Um, no, he, but he somehow he survived. He somehow managed. That's another he, thing. If you take the Godzilla from Godzilla minus one and put him up against Kong, Kong is torn to shreds in a heartbeat. I'm but not, unfortunately, legendaries. No, no, no. Wasn't legendary so lucky. Godzilla. Lucky. Beat, even in a boxing match, still beat Godzilla. I mean, no, still beat Kong, I meant to say. Anyways, we got a pink Godzilla now. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> what do you think about that? I know you just said you don't know. I think it looks cool. I have no problem so with the used color to it being blue. Yeah, I mean, so am I, but change it up a little bit right the anime godzilla movies on netflix legendary the japanese movies and, and one thing that something like minus one does after you watch it and then after you watch a trailer like this is you you realize the difference between the sensibilities between american filmmakers and like foreign country filmmakers right like uh, most foreign films i've seen even the godzilla whatever it is their story comes first, like pretty much always. Like, you know, you, you, spectacle is one thing, right? Like, yes, there are a lot of big spectacle type movies, but even a movie um, like, um, ah, what's it called? What's that movie called? The Indian movie that I keep on saying we need to hey, watch. Hey, hey. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, not that. Not no. that. R, R, R. Where's your brain? <laughs> I don't have one. We've been over this numerous times. I don't have one. Um, jeez. Uh, R R R. No, it's like it's a big action spectacle film. Um, but it a story came first with that one, and it was excellent because of that. It wasn't excellent. The action scenes were incredible, top notch. But it worked because the characters, because we cared about the action because, or because we cared about the characters and the story at the center of it. Rest in peace, um, Ray Stevenson. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Ray Stevenson was in it. He was the villain. He was an amazing villain. Uh, he's one of the colonizers. Yeah. Well, he plays a good, he was Frank Castle in Punisher war zone. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, anyways, that's what I kind of got from the Godzilla and Kong trailer, the new empire is like, it just seems like spectacle, 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 which again, I know that's why people are going to go watch it. And that's totally cool. I'm going to go watch it too. Somehow Kong has a robotic arm attachment. Yeah. 
Looks pretty cool, though. It's gone from Kaijus to Power Rangers. I mean, where else are you going to go with it? Are you going to put them in space next? No, we've already done that with Fast and Furious and basically everything else. We don't need Kaijus in space. Yeah. I mean, that would be interesting, though. They did it with the Amityville Horror, too. We don't need Kaijus <laughs> With the space. Amityville house in space. We don't need Kaijus <laughs> in space. Um, but overall, I mean, the movie's supposed to come out next year. It looks pretty solid for Godzilla and Kong flick. Um, did we already talk about the news that just dropped today? About what? GTA. Well, we said we were going to talk about it, but mm. we haven't actually talked about it yet, which we will in a second. But yeah. Um, so yeah, trailers on YouTube. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, so let's move on to GTA 6. We let's are go. returning to Vice City. Um, the rumors are true. There are two playable characters, apparently from the trailer. Two playable characters. Um you know, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde type couple and looks like you're just going to cause chaos in Vice City. Uh, if I'm being 100% honest with you, I think Vice City might be the only GTA game that I've ever finished, like actually played through the story because that game's so easy to get distracted. That game, any GTA game, especially past like three, is just super, super um, detailed and super easy just to get lost in and do the side missions and just blow stuff up. <laughs> and that's what I do when I play those games. I couldn't tell you the stories of any of them except for Vice City. I have no idea what the story is of um, what was GTA 4. Uh, GTA 4 was lost. Was it lost? It was based in Los Santos, I think. No, that's five. No, five? Yeah, five was, is Los Santos. What was GTA 4? I don't know. I don't play these games. I don't have the money to buy them. I know you're broke. You're poor. Um, no, the okay. So Grand Theft Auto Four. Oh no, I was sorry. Sorry, I was I was thinking. No wait. So Grand Theft Auto Three is San, San Andreas. Guess so. Yeah, I don't think that's actually that's actually oh it's the fifth main entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. Oh, so it's numbers, man. Too many numbers. There's the ones that don't have numbers, and they're the ones that do have numbers. This is a numbered title. This is six. Um, it looks really good. I mean, obviously, what we saw is probably you know, is all like, you know, doesn't look like it's gameplay footage. Definitely um, not more like cinematics. Not. It's more like cinematics, but it looks cool, it looks great, it looks um grand theft auto like an updated grand theft auto which is incredible um uh, which i'm really really excited for so i think that'll be really fun and it'll definitely be what is google i i searched up where does gta 5 take place just to be sure and it said san andreas and then See, i so and then i search up pictures of los santos and it's gta 5 yeah, so, so that's Lies. technically the numbered one, though, Grand Theft Auto 5. So technically, Grand Theft Auto 4 is the fifth game in the series. But it didn't get numbered that way because San Andreas came before that. So they didn't give it a number. It's kind of like the Assassin's Creed series. It's bonkers. Kind of. Because like, I still feel like they're going to make an Assassin's Creed 5. 
even though there's been all these other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to be like one of the main storyline ones, right? Even though so the like other ones have Kingdom Hearts in a way. Kind of like Kingdom Hearts, yeah. Yeah, I guess Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts has weird titles though. Like they have like what 365 colon one day or something like that. Skyfall. Like, Skyfall. Or That's Sky James Dance. Bond. Well, there's Dream Drop Distance. Ah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Dream Drop Distance. There's all kinds of stuff. So it's they have you a weird know, number system. You want to know what else has a weird number system? What Legend of Zelda? Oh, Legend of Zelda. It's impossible to know where everything lies. I mean, we know world. where most things lie, except for Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Those are the only two that we don't know where they are on the timeline. Wait, which ones? Oh, Breath of the Wild and Tears. Because Nintendo, right before Breath, came out with a compendium of all the games. Mm. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the timeline. But it doesn't have, obviously, Breath of the Wild or mm. Tears of the Kingdom. So um, we'll figure that out. We'll see, where, we'll see where it lands. I mean, there's theories that it takes place before Skyward Sword. Even the Skyward Sword is supposedly the first one. I always just picture them as like a Groundhog Day situation. He just always wakes up and each one is a little bit different, though. Each adventure is different, but like the same things happening over and over and over again. But see, not everyone is the same, though. No, I know. Not everyone's the same. I'm talking about like how he always has to save Zelda or like something happens with Princess Zelda. Um, I think everybody can agree, though. Princess Zelda is the best in tears and breath yeah i like that version of the character a lot because she's not like a damsel in distress right she's very much like a character like full-fledged character she's not just being kidnapped and she has been before but like breath of the wild specifically gave us a new version of zelda i like scientist yeah the scientist super smart like i love that i love that she's um she's more part of the story like she's um like she interact like when you go in for the guardians, like you get cutscenes where like most of them Zelda's with them too. Oh yeah. Well yeah, absolutely. Like in the Gerudo one, right? Like in the Divine Beast of the Gerudo, in the cutscene you literally see Zelda with the champ like flying sleeping in the champion's lap. And as Link comes in, like I don't remember what happens, but she she's in like everything yeah no absolutely 100 percent um so yeah uh let us know what you guys think about grand theft auto 6 are you excited for it do you guys want to check it out are you guys going to be there day one to buy it i'm very curious um what the anticipation level on this thing i know it's going to be huge they better do a midnight a midnight yeah we're staying up we're gonna go buy it at midnight good luck with that um dragging you behind me yeah so let's your mom will go willingly yeah she loves my city yeah no she will um so let's move on to some nicholas cage news oh no um no nothing nothing happened um so dream scenario is out right now uh which i haven't checked out but i really really want to see that film Uh, anyways he sat down recently with an interview with variety where he um where he basically or sorry vanity fair where he was talking about uh he has his quote is that he has three or four movies left in him and then he's going to do television 
television. Yeah, he wants to do like a TV show. He said that he never really watches a lot of TV or, or hasn't really got into that space yet. But his son apparently made him watch um, Breaking Bad and he fell in love. And he's like, I want to do something like that. Uh, so this uh, cage of that we see ourselves in could be coming to an end on the big screen after three or four more movies. But uh, we need to watch a terrible way of massive talent again. That yeah. is such a good movie. That is a very good movie. Um, but we will, we should be seeing some Nicolas Cage on the small screen, uh, which I'm pretty excited for the prospect of that. I think that could be a really, really cool, especially him getting a juicy role um, like um, Brian Cranston did with Breaking Bad or like, you know, television is the way to go now. A lot of these big actors are coming to TV. They're doing these really, really great roles. Harrison Ford is on two. Well, they're streaming shows, but he's on two shows right now. He's on 1923, the Yellowstone spinoff. And he's on the what's it called? Uh, Shrinked the, or the not shrink, shrink. the shrinking. The shrinking on um, Apple TV Plus. So. Listen, it's open game now. There's prestige television everywhere. Shows like The Bear exists. All these really, really great shows um, are coming out. So I'm very curious to see where his career takes him after he's done with those three or four movies. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I do hope. I do hope, though, that National Treasure 3 is one of those movies because I have to have a National Treasure 3 uh let's talk about some evil dead news um there's more movies coming essentially bruce campbell um confirmed in an interview that him and sam raimi um or he confirmed that there's going to be more evil dead movies they want to release them a little bit more often than every 10 years like they have been over the last you know decades or so last couple decades uh they said every two to three years they want to maybe do a new evil dead movie new story he's not coming back back as ash but you can tell these different stories in the same universe right we had evil dead rise this year which was fantastic um best horror movie i've seen yeah and then thanksgiving topped it yeah i don't know about that everybody has their own opinion it just so happens that yours is wrong (laughs) Lies, all lies. I um mm. I I public um, opinion. I think I think I like the Evil Dead more because I like that world and the, the chaos of it all. Um Thanksgiving had chaos and Thanksgiving was great. Thanksgiving was fantastic. It was an old school slasher, which I love. Um I think that's Eli why Roth, I like it, more. which I loved. Um but yeah, I think that uh, Evil Dead Rise just really kind of did some stuff that made me go, wow, like they did that. Like like that remember the eyeball the guy yeah choked on the eyeball and like um there's all kinds of crazy stuff like when she's eating the glass and you see it coming down and the cheese grater mm. who could forget mm. the cheese what grater? is wrong with you um i never said i loved it i just said who could you forget did it? i said it's it. un. I, th- I think it's un. uh i know it's unforgettable uh, no not unoriginal <laughs> unforgettable for sure <laughs> um you can tell bruce campbell that to his face that's fine oh no i won't tell that to his face that that's that 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 no i'll tell that to you but not to bruce campbell you'll tell that to me bruce campbell listens to the show so i doubt that how do you know we have one listener and it might be him you have a point (laughs) but still I'm not saying it to Bruce Campbell. I'm saying it to you. Never. No. Um, And plus I was joking. So let's, uh, let's move on to um, some 
happy, fun, Christmassy type movie news. Um, Wonka, Wonka's coming out at the end of this month in the States and already critics across the UK and some in the US have had a chance to see it. Their reviews are rolling in. Right now it's sitting at an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, 55 reviews counted. Um, so this movie comes from Paul King, who is the director of the Paddington films, uh, Paddington 1 and 2. They are making a Paddington 3, but it's not going to be the same director. It kind of worries me a lot. But Paddington 1 and 2 are freaking masterpieces, and they are great. He's directing the third one, Taika. <laughs> that would be funny, though. I do think... Um, so yeah, so the reviews are at 80, which isn't, it's not bad by any means. It's still really good, um, but it seems to be kind of in that area where it's, people are saying it's good, but not great. Not really what we expect from Paul King, um, but you know, who knows? It could be good. Uh, I think we're planning on eventually seeing it uh, to U3. be one. What's that? U3. U3, you're not going to go watch Wonka? You're not not really interested watch, in it. You're not going to go watch Timothy Chalamet in Wonka? I'm going to stay home and watch three hours of Dune, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> Dune. Oh, yeah, he is in Dune. I forgot about that. Um, it's set to open uh, everywhere worldwide December 15th. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like I said, we're going to go check it out. I'm very curious about the box office. What? How many people are going to go watch it? I haven't heard a whole lot of buzz for it. Um, but I guess it's hard to create buzz for a movie, a, a story of something that was first put on screen so iconically with Gene Wilder in the role in uh, Willie and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then we got the Tim Burton remake of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp in the lead role. And now we're getting mm -hmm. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Johnny Depp played Willy Wonka in the Tim Burton. Willy I don't Wonka think movie. I've ever watched that one. I think you have. I don't want to remember it if I have. <laughs> it was kind of terrifying, but kind of great at the same time. It's Tim Burton. And then the so. theorized sequel, Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you all think. Are you all excited for that? And then I had something else in my head that I was going to talk about, but I can't think about it because you threw me off guard. It was something else that I read. I don't remember. I don't remember what it is. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think. Um, Barbie also has a um, a launch date for HBO Max, uh, which is really cool because it's actually coming with an American Sign Language um, version of the movie, which is going to have an interpreted American Sign Language version of the movie, which will be really, really interesting and really cool. That actually lands on demand on December 15th also. So I guess if you're going to go watch Wonka or Barbie at home, it's your choice. It, I think we all know. Well, it, we'll go watch Wonka. You can watch Barbie because you haven't no, watched Barbie yet. No, I'm going to watch three hours of Dune. Why, why don't you want to watch Barbie? You have something it isn't Barbie? that I don't want to watch Barbie. It's that I have more important priorities that I'd rather watch. Barbie's amazing. In your personal opinion. And oh, many but you others. don't know that because you haven't seen it. So you can't say that it's not a good movie until you've seen it. And I know you. I know exactly what you're going to do. Because you're that kid that's like, 
that's like you, you you know you don't like something so if it's like a food or something you you don't if you think you don't like it you're not you, you oh, try no, it, it and then you think... pretend to throw up like oh my gosh this is horrible i oh, know even though it's i don't think really good. That i won't like it it's that i like to see fists flying and blades clashing that happens in this movie there's a whole ken off there's a whole beach off i've seen those clips yeah there's a whole beach off <laughs> Fists don't fly and blades don't clash. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about again. We can't get away from the MCU here, but we kind of have to because the Marvels is not looking very good box office wise. We have talked about this before, but even weeks after it's been out in theaters, it's going to finish at a record low for the MCU. Um. Right now, um, in a note, so there's a, uh, the Marvels looks to be officially the lowest grossing installment in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, according to Variety. The trade indicates that in the note to press sent out today, Disney reportedly said, with the Marvel's box office now winding down, we will stop weekend reporting of international global grosses on this title. They already know they're taking a loss. They don't even care anymore. They're just like, you know what? It is what it is. Let's move on. We're not going to report anything anymore because all you you uh, vultures out there will make it worse than it seems. So, um, yeah, you know, we're vultures. That's us. Yeah. No, I mean, it's true. It's the lowest. Um, this is also from the, the site. However, the memo suggests the studio isn't expecting any sort of box office comeback. Certainly no chance of the movie beating 2008's The Incredible Hulk, which previously had the lowest MCU record for $264 million, not ingested for inflation. Uh, the Marvels fell to 11th place on the domestic box office charts this weekend with just $2.4 million. A long drop from its soft $46 million start back on November 10th, which saw a disastrous 78% drop in its second weekend. Um, so right now, you know, MN and the Wasp Quantumania scored worst reviews, released earlier this year, and still managed to gross $476 million worldwide. Uh, it's not expected to, uh, the Marvels isn't expected to cross the $100 million mark at the box office, at that the is. domestic box office, um, which is really sad because it actually is a really good movie. That is disappointing. Like, it's probably my favorite MCU film since, like, maybe No Way Home, right? Like, it's easy, like 100%, but... Especially when compared to other MCU movies that came out this year. Yeah. It's not depressing. It's very lighthearted and funny. Yeah. Very fun. 100%. But apparently people don't want that right now. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it has everything that I like. This flying and, well, actual flying. Actual flying? Yeah. Um, Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, So you wanted to talk about something, didn't you? A new trailer that came out? It was for an anime or something? I don't remember. You brought it up right before we started recording. That doesn't mean I remember. The Suicide Squad is Sakai? Well, we have that. Yeah, you want to talk about that real quick? Sure, yeah. Uh, so basically, Waller is sending, of course, the Suicide Squad. And this is a lineup that we haven't seen before as Deadshot, Peacemaker... Harley, of course, King Shark, Clayface, The Works, Boomy, 
And then they... apparently Michael Jackson too. <laughs> the character looks like Michael Jackson. <laughs> he looks like Michael Jackson. I think that might criminal. be Clayface. It's gotta be. It's, it's gotta, gotta be. be. But uh, it's a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a series. I, I thought it was a. I don't know what is that. Uh, Isekai basically is a genre where the main character dies in our world but gets reincarnated into another. Oh, or reverse. oh it's like a whole thing. I thought that was like, no. I have no idea. There's so many Isekai out there. I've mm-hmm. actually watched a few of them. They're pretty good. But except for in this version, they aren't dying. Waller sending them through a portal that opens somewhere and they are being transported to a. Like, of course, the fantasy world where goblins, orcs, all dragons, the works. And uh, all of the character designs, like Grey, Harley, Deadshot, Joker, surprisingly, he looks like a madman, but still looks good. He should. I mean, it's kind of the whole thing with the Joker. He, he has stapled lips. Yeah. Like his, like... Where it's normally red, the lips are stapled together like the cuts are. Yeah. No, it looks cool. It looks interesting. I'm really, really excited for it. Uh, I think it looks really cool. It's an anime. I'm not really much into anime, but I'll give I'm, this I'm one a I'm trying to sure. get him more into it, but he is refusing to sit down and watch what I'm trying to force him to watch. No, it's not that. It's that I have a lot of other stuff to do, too, um, including talking about this orient express lego train which i'm really really excited for um thing is crazy it's 300 dollars, 299.99 is 2540 pieces comes with eight minifigures and it's a um reproduction of the um the famous orient express train it looks really really cool i'm not sure if it's based on the story or if it's just based on the actual train uh it looks like there's a detective guy here so it could be the story yeah, I don't know. Is it the like story a, of murder and mystery? It is. I haven't no, read it. you don't have a detective guy. Um, you've seen the movie though. Have I? Yeah. It's the Pado. Or did uh, you just watch the last two? I've only watched the Death in the on the Nile and the newest one. Uh mm-hmm. Haunting in Venice. Which I haven't even seen yet. I know That's, it's on the Hulu. It's pretty good. I liked uh I liked the uh, Murder on the Learning Express. I wasn't very high on Death on the Nile, to be honest, but Death on the Nile is meh. Yeah, I was mad, but this one looks interesting. Was it good? You yeah. said it was good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, even so, mom said it was good. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, it's on Hulu now. I know that. I think it's on Hulu and Disney Plus, if I'm not mistaken. And Disney Plus? Yeah, hmm. I think so. Um, and we also got another new trailer this past week. Um, we got a trailer for uh, Furiosa, a Mad Max, a Mad Max saga. It's being called. This one, of course, focuses on the character Furiosa, who is played from... by Charlize Theron from. Fury Road, um, but this time it's Anya Taylor Joy. Um, the basically the the plot is that um, the film will deal with a horde coming across the citadel, presided over by Immortan Joe, with the two tyrants engaging in a war for dominance, and Furiosa caught in the middle as she tries to survive. It looks like Mad Max Chaos, um, which we all love. Which we all love. I do hope so. The trailer. One thing that kind of did bother me about the trailer is you can tell there was a lot of CGI shots in there. I, the great thing about Fury Road is that, yes, there was CGI, but it wasn't as 
apparent as it as is heavily. in this one as heavily they did a lot of practical stunts they did a lot of practical stuff in fact i have a book about the making of it and it just sounds like complete chaos complete um, hell but this well. yeah it does uh but this film also has chris hemsworth like we've never seen him before he looks completely insane and completely crazy um it's funny this one still right here mm. uh you can't see it obviously this isn't great for an is audio podcast yeah that's him he's a uh, the the main character guy but someone someone tweeted this and they're like if someone told me this was a um a screenshot of thor 4 i would not be surprised because i mean you can totally see it um we already have thor 4 or thor 5 you know what i mean you know what i mean um i know but they didn't but they didn't so no, well, he, he, they said Thor 5. I just got it mixed up right now in my head. So. Oh, no, I'm talking about the listeners. The listeners got it. They're smarter than us. They're smarter than you. I don't know why they're even listening to this show. <laughs> because it's a good show. Yeah, it's all right. It's pretty good. It's not too bad. Um, but, um, but yeah. So that should be cool. I'm really excited for that. Hopefully they keep in the spirit of Mad Max. George Miller is coming back for it, uh, which is amazing. And this kid just realized he's only seen one Mad Max movie, which was Fury Road. Um, there's two other ones. Um, there's obviously the original Mad Max uh, with Mel Gibson. And then there's Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, um, which also Mel Gibson. And Tina Turner, I think, is in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that one... That one was fun. So we have some movies we need to uh, catch up on. Some Mad Max. Not that you need to know, really, because the mythology. I don't even think Furiosa is. Well, Furiosa is a new character for Fury Road. So they have. she has nothing to do with any of that. Also, um, if I can tell you guys anything to go and watch right now, if you're into anime, specifically like the darker side of anime, go watch Jujutsu Kaisen. You will not. You, you will be pleased reasonably. Too. How many seasons of that are there? Two. The second one is airing. I feel like that show's been around for a long time. Nope. 2018. Oh, I know. 2019, I think it came out. Really? Maybe maybe 2020. Are you sure? Yeah. The manga only came out in like 2018. So and it takes a little bit, like it needs to gain traction with the readers before it goes to anime. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. All right. Something so you should gonna... watch. Something you would probably like too. Yeah, I gotta get into. I gotta. I'll watch it. You know, when I have time, I'll watch more stuff. Sorry, I have to work, bro. To make sure that you have a house, bro. Bro, make sure I you have food, have... bro. Bro, that's your job, bro. I know that's my job. Therefore, I don't get to watch a lot of stuff because that's my job. Listen, I love I love your mother. I love my wife, but she has the pleasure of working in an office where she could just put on tv shows and movies whenever she wants and she'll go through a whole season of a tv show or something in a week um i don't get to do that not even um so i don't get to watch stuff as often as i as i want to um also i noticed something uh can't remember if it was on the previous page that you're looking at or on this one but halo got the trailer for the second season yeah see, second season comes out february 2024 um hey. and another oh, piece wait, of never mind it's not very good yeah you know it's mad i haven't seen it so i've seen the first i think we watched the first episode i know you watched the whole thing but it's kind of like what happened with us in ahsoka yeah but listen 
you know, there's some things that just catch my interest and some things that, you know, I didn't watch any of the Clone Wars. I didn't watch, you know, I wasn't, I, I yeah, like, you, you I love Rosario. Have, Rosario is one of my favorite actresses you ever. You didn't have the emotional connections. Yeah, I know the story. I know who she is. And I, and I find that part interesting and compelling. But I have don't have that emotional where I have to know what happens. Um, but also had, uh, what's her name? Um, Ramona Flowers. As uh, Mary Elizabeth Woodstead, she was um, Hera. Yeah, Hera, I think. Yeah. Um, and then we'll kind of close it out on this one, which I'm really excited for. I'm still kind of in this weird phase where I still won't believe it till I see it, even though it's been filmed and he has confirmed that filming has finished on it. Um, but Tim Burton has confirmed that filming on Beetlejuice 2 has been completed and they are good editing and all that stuff now um after the writer after the strike was over they got right to work and they finished it up and they did their thing there have been some kind of set photos that have released with michael keaton and makeup and um all kinds of cool stuff so we'll see how that goes that's supposed to come out next year also so i'm really excited for it but again i'm still kind of um it's so kind of strange that it's actually happening finally after years of rumors Years of speculation. We're finally getting with Jenna Ortega to, too. Jenna Ortega, Winona Ryder is coming back. Michael Keaton's coming back. I mean, it'd be kind of hard to make a Beetlejuice movie without those two, without Lydia and well, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you kind of need those. And I hope Michael Keaton is, you know, back to his Beetlejuice self. I hope he. I don't think he, he's not the actor to phone it in, and he won't um but uh listen i'm not scared about beetlejuice not being beetlejuice i'm scared about deadpool not being deadpool yeah we also got a first uh set photo of that with uh deadpool and uh deadpool dog dead dog what they call him i don't know i forgot his name his little doggy his little doggy um he has a dog yeah, he has a dog for this one. It's a little oh. ugly. It's a little ugly Deadpool dog. I forgot his name. Um, but anyways, um, I love the line from Deadpool from the first Deadpool movie where Wade shows his friend his face for the first time. Dogpool, his name is. Yeah, that makes sense. His name is Dogpool, and uh, yeah, there's a first photo of him with with Dogpool. <laughs> with his Wade, him as Wade and uh Dogpool licking his face. Looks adorable, looks cute. Um, so yeah, the only MCU movie coming out next year. So we'll see how that it goes. Better be good. I think it definitely certainly will be. Um it's also, oh, just real quick, um, for those of you who missed it, uh Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is now on Disney Plus. This is not my favorite Indiana Jones movie. But it's but good. It, it's fun. It rounds fun. it out better than Crystal Skull. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, no one tries to steal his hat and put it on this time, which totally fine by me. There's also a great documentary on Disney Plus about Harrison Ford. We got caught watching the other night. I only meant to kind of just put it on in the background and kind of just watch the, just kind of see what it was all about. But we got hooked and we watched the whole thing. It's like an hour and a half. Really great. Um, kind of goes through his whole career. Uh, and uh, how much the character of Indiana Jones means to people. Uh, it's a long promotional video for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, essentially. But um, 
told really good, really well worth it. Um, they did a really good job. They, you know, talked about his early years as Indy and as Han Solo and his early career as a carpenter, um, all kinds of stuff. So it's got some really great um, directors. You know, they have like segments where they're interviewing George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy, um, Frank Marshall, all these people who are responsible for some of our most iconic films of all time um star wars jaws e. so many T. others indiana jones all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff it's crazy it's crazy um so yeah so that's our show everyone christian will be back next week he's not here today he had some prior commitments but we're really excited to have him back next week um so stay tuned see what we have thankfully um, he's not on. dead Jesus Christ. What? I'm making a joke. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he's not dead either. Thank you for, you know. Um... Look, I'm trying to lighten the mood with darker hair. <laughs> How is that lightening the mood? That's like. Look, you're laughing. Yeah, because I think it's hilarious, but I don't know how many of our listeners might think it's hilarious. But thank you all for checking out the show. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for supporting us. Your help truly, truly means a lot. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think if I we have anything coming up. Check out pastraminationcom um, There's a bunch of cool stuff on there. We also have a podcast on the same network. So check out the Pastrami Nation podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Check out this podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also find me, Kevin Hoskinson at um, that's H O S K I N S O N. Or it might be Kevin underscore Hoskinson, whatever way you want to look for it. It's under one of those two. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Pinterest, Indeed, if you really want to find me. Um, Anywhere. Anywhere. And Eli is not really on anything where you can find him because he's a minor and he does not belong on social media. So you still are. Yeah. You're minor till you're 18. Then you give out your social medias all you want. Nah, too lazy. Yeah, it's too much work. I don't too even much know if, attention. You're not even on Facebook ever, are you? Not really. Mostly to look at cars. Yeah. Not to buy, but just to look at cars. I was going to say, good luck with that. Look, I'm a broke teenager, okay? I don't have... If I had the money, I'd be looking yeah. to buy. But and I, I'm a broke dad. Thank you all for taking. Thank you all for checking out the show once again, and we really appreciate you. And, and as always, stay nerdy, America. Bye bye. Don't listen. To me. Pops and Legos, everywhere. I love it.